There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. I'm really good. I can't believe that I've got a five-year-old now. Oh, I feel like George. that's so weird, isn't it? Like, I don't know. Like More importantly, years, how have we yeah. met, known each other for five years? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we've son. actually known each other for five years. That's yeah. quite a long time, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, five ages. Years. But like, Georgia, it must feel like a, a nanosecond, because it does for me, when we were pushing around our newborns in the in the Montpellier Park in Cheltenham. I know, in Cheltenham, yeah. sitting in the gym, eating. What was the breakfast? The Aussie breakfast. Oh, they were delicious. Halloumi, bacon. Oh, gosh. Chilies. one of those now. Yeah, that was <laughs> wonderful. But can we talk about the fact that your now five-year-old has got a taxi card in his <gasps> wallet? That was hysterical. For those Honestly. listening that don't know, George, explain what you found. So, basically, I mean, I don't know if anyone else does this, but if I ever need any change or any cash actually I go to Axel's wallet because people always give you know like my parents and in James's parents they always give him like a couple of pounds here and there and then he also steals like notes out of my dad's wallet the only <laughs> oh person who still the only person who still carries cash um and so if I ever need anything, I just go to go to his drawer to find it. And so he keeps it in his wallet in his underwear drawer. And anyway, James was nipping out the other night and I was like, oh, I can get some change for you. So I go up there, <laughs> open it. And not only is there like notes in there and I think, oh my God, he's got more money than me. There is a card, a taxi card. <laughs> Slipped inside, like you know, just in case he ever needs to jump in a taxi. So funny. (laughs) Firstly, all of that story is amazing. The fact that he's got a wallet, that's great. Also, he keeps it in his like sock drawer. That's also brilliant. Because what is he sixteen? In his pant drawer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is basically sixteen now. And then the other day, I find he's drawn all over his arms, like literally all over his arms before he goes to football camp. Yeah. And I said, "Why are you doing that?" And he's like, "Oh, because I want to be cool." Yeah. And I'm like. Right, wow. okay, you're five and you've got a number for a taxi, you've got a wallet and you basically want two full <laughs> sleeves. Great. He's such a legend. He's such a well. legend. How was his party? Was it on the scale of one to ten in terms of craziness with children? How was it for you? And did you drink? Uh, do you know what? Do you think this whole thing with like drop-off pickup, that caused me the most amount of stress? Like I just wanted 
the kids to be dropped off because then you don't have to entertain the parents as well, right? Otherwise Shout out to all the of parents. them, the parents that go to actual school. That <laughs> no, George's they all with. know. They know. It's fine. And then, but then equally, you don't want the responsibility of 16 children as well. So, you know, it's a bit of a toss up. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's fine. What 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 are you going to do when it's Luna's party? Are you going to do a drop off? I think you need to make that clear from the start. Yeah, I don't really know. I, don't, I, I was thinking about it the other day because I don't know if you saw this story, but this woman in, a, in Ohio in America was planning her six-year-old's birthday and she'd arranged this massive cake, like a, like a you know, it's called like a seven-tier cake. And then a couple of days before the cake was due, they ha- the, sh- the lady rung and said, look, we've had to shut down the shop due to an outbreak of COVID, so we can't get the cake to you. So she cu- she totally freaked out. Oh. And she was like, what am I going to do? But instead of hiring like an Elsa, you know, from Frozen type sort of character to come, or maybe like a Belle or Cinderella or whatever, sh- the only thing left with such short notice was Mrs. Bigfoot. <laughs> and this giant <laughs> Bigfoot came to this kid's party, right? The videos, you've got to Google it. All these hysterical six-year-old they completely freaked out like it was an actual terrifying like yeti that turned up oh so there was gosh. a part of me that was like should i order a character it's definitely not big <laughs> well, you, you just want to order like a, a hilarious character then you could invite all the parents to come and you could all have a massive laugh yeah exactly all the kids being petrified Pride of, the, of, the, of the character but then i then i've got really weird feelings around clowns i don't want a clown so i'm i'm, I'm if we have great weather then i think we'll do what we normally do and do like a bouncy castle and, and get a few kids around, but then we'll just invite parents that we like. Um, you know, but Luna will be at school. Yeah, but so what and do you so have then to do? You have, so, so well, this is the thing. So when they when they start reception, I've kind of been out of I've got out of it this year because of COVID a bit. But it seems like everyone invites the whole class. She's only been there for five days. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm that's just going right. to say, you're, I'm you've not got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got away with it. You're right. And I can get away with it because it's the school holidays. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, that's all all right. But it does freak me out a bit when an invite comes out and it's gone to the whole year and you think, oh my God, like, how can you invite 60 kids to a party? Oh my wow. God. I know. I know. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm up for meeting new pals at the school and I can't wait for all of that. I'm actually really excited about it. Like the countdown is on. So only a couple of weeks, yeah, three or four, three is. weeks probably until she goes, she starts. So I'm really looking forward to that side of it. But in terms of conforming to all the school rules, I'm just not sure that's going to be <laughs> So we me. won't be doing it, no. <laughs> um, now we are doing a Ask Us Anything Q&A today because these ones are always really fun and silly. Um, and we love getting in the questions from you guys. So we're just going to kind of delve into our lives and share a little bit more with you. So George, do you want to kick yeah, us off? Yeah, let's kick us off. How do you motivate yourself to do things once the kids are down? Down for a sleep. Like down in yeah, the evening yeah. yeah I've got well I've got to be honest with you at that point in the day I have very very limited energy left I I, I sort of peak around lunchtime and then and then in the <laughs> afternoon I find like I'm a bit of a granny like I'll have a hobnob and if I can get the chance to shut my eyes for 20 minutes I will obviously the shift that I've been on but in terms of motivating myself I will have done all of my training by that point and if I haven't then there's no way that I'll get it done in the evening like I, I find it really hard to train at the back end of the day yeah see I do but that's sometimes because I don't have any other choice so if right. I've been working all day like I I've usually can't fit it in fit it in so I have to do it and I normally right so if I'm really not feeling it I'll just do something very like low-key while I watch 
a program like I'll sit on the bike for an hour and but I'll be watching something that I wanted to watch anyway right. so it's kind of a bit like I'm getting something for me you know and and I'm sort of doing a bit of exercise as well but I don't know some some days I don't feel motivated to do anything in the evening yeah. like, and I'm just tired but other times I do and I try and get as much as I possibly can done in that time mm. I don't know I just it's so difficult because sometimes you feel like that's the only time that you get for yeah. yourself yeah exactly so I, I like to write a little list yeah. and if I can tick off a couple of things in the evening then I know that I've achieved something once the kids have gone to bed you know whether yeah. it's like you, you know folding up the washing or cooking dinner or just like the things that I don't really love doing like you know yeah, I, I think just if I one just, thing yeah I mean I know cooking dinner's a necessity but if if I don't decide, <laughs> I don't decide to cook it's dinner, not, it's, it's a bowl not of cereal. Yeah. You don't have to cook dinner. No, that's yeah, exactly. true. That's true. Um, double buggy recommendations. This is from Rose. I feel like you can answer this though, because yeah. I didn't have a typical double buggy. Yeah. So I mean, the one that I had the dub the bugaboo donkey, um, mm. and this was I love Bugaboo as a brand I think they're really good they're really sturdy um but what the issue that I had with the Bugaboo donkey twin or whatever it's called is that it was so wide that I couldn't get it into any shops I really struggled putting it up and down I thought it was quite clunky um I didn't really have a great experience with it and having come out of that they've got like the Ickle Bubba they've got this thing called the Venus double stroller and it's a lot more slim line it's a lot easier to get up and down my friend's got one it just maneuvers yeah. around like Ickle Bubba as a brand we really love them um and then yeah, if- re- they're reasonable as well aren't they yes which is good um then obviously we love Baby Zen so the Yo-Yo 2 complete double push chair um that's amazing because one is on the front and you're, you're almost you're not next to each other you're um yes it's not as wide I think the only thing with that because I was thinking about this is that you can't use them as standalone push chairs on on their own so that you can use the front I think the front one you can use on its own and you can what, take the, the back zone? one off yeah whereas when I they didn't have this buggy when I had um Gigi yeah. but I had I just bought two babies and yo-yos and then I bought some clips from Amazon and I just clipped them together right so it was a bit wider which is a bit annoying but I did find that it meant that if I only had Gigi, mm. I could just use the single. Mm-hmm. So when Axel was at preschool, I didn't have to walk around with a double buggy. Yeah, that's a really good. And then yeah. if my mum had Axel for the weekend and I had Gigi, then I just <laughs> unclip them. Yeah, that's a really good <laughs> idea. Was, Would you recommend that's doing the that? Thing. I mean, it's not for everyone. And I don't think it's a solution if you're going to go walking like with both kids all the time, then I think you probably do need like a proper double buggy. But if it's only on occasions, because realistically, it was only going to be occasionally that I would have both kids and I'd need a push chair because yeah. Axel was three and so he would only be in and out of the buggy and so sometimes I'd just have the buggy board so I think you've got to think about how often you're going to use it yeah. and then work out like what the right one is for you yeah agreed I mean if you've got twins it's obviously yeah. you're gonna you're gonna need one but I, my, my like top tip if you've got you know twins or kids that are very close in age is not to get strollers that are next to each other you know like go go above and below go go that yeah. way I, was, I, it, I just so I, I was hating it it was so wide and I was just like this is a disaster so I just ended up you know not really using it and having to deal with other things that I had at home yeah. so yeah yeah um 
random one, but have you met each other's mummers? Ah, well, I love your (laughs) mum. And yes, she's an absolute hero. We've met a few times, actually. Yeah, you've definitely, obviously, I haven't met your mum because she lives in Kenya. Um, Yeah, I've not seen my mum. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your mum's amazing. Georgia's got a really beautiful relationship with her mum because they've got the right balance between being mother and daughter but also really tight friends and Georgia's mum from from an outsider's point of view has always put Georgia and the kids first above anything else that she's doing in her life she prioritizes Georgia and and her grandkids so in terms of like what you would want from a mum Georgia's mama is like absolutely top top of the tree for me. Um, And she's just always there, you know, having the kids for like a week and she comes around to stay and she was there with you when the babies were born. Your mum's a bit of a hero. Yeah, no, I do. I do feel really lucky, actually. And I'm, I really, you know, I've spoken about it before, but I do really cherish the relationship that I have with my mum. But let's just say Zoe's mum is like, our biggest fan she is always commenting on things on instagram she's always shouting about your successes so like she is you know she's there championing everything that you do totally 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 and 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 like my mom is amazing i mean one of the reasons that i do what i do is because of her um support and encouragement she taught me how to be a fully strong, independent, standalone career woman who can have a family, but also be super passionate and do a job that she loves. And so that for me was the biggest gift that my mum could give me. Uh, My mum, you know, chooses to live in a different country and she lives in Kenya. She hasn't seen her grandkids for, I don't know how long, obviously we've had a pandemic, but um, you know, and she has a charity. She has a school for kids with HIV and AIDS. She looks after 195 children on a daily basis that are the most in need in the whole area. What she's done over there, what my parents did together, you know, is an absolutely incredible thing. She has a partner now who helps her with it and helps her run it. And um, yeah, it's great at the detriment of like seeing me and my sister, you know, she's not lived in this country since I was 20. So I've missed out on birthdays and Christmases. And, but what I do have is a fantastic role model for somebody that is, she is living her life. Like at the sniff of a conversation about her coming back to the UK to be close to the grandkids, she was like, Zoe, it's my turn. I'm living my life. I'm free as a bird. And that is her choice. I have to respect it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. How have your relationships changed since having kids, good and bad? Gosh. Interesting. What What do you think? Yeah. Well, obviously mine has changed dramatically, but I've known James since I was 17. So it, it's always going to have changed because we've changed as people and like our relationship will evolve. We de- I'm definitely less tolerant. Yeah. 100% less tolerant. Like things, things that I used to just like laugh at James and think that was just his quirks are now really piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> And that comes with, you know, having kids because you have less time, you have less tolerance, you know what you want a bit more and you just think, no, fuck this, you're not doing that. So whereas before I'd have been like, oh, you know, it's all right, he can just do that or he can do this and oh, that's just him, he he's not good at turning up on time and he's not good at these things. Now that is just not happening. Um, mm. So our relationship's definitely changed. I... We do have, I guess, less time together, but we are lucky. Like we were just saying, my parents do have the kids like quite a lot now. Um, now, obviously, they can. Um, so we do get date nights together like a lot, really. Yeah. In, you know, in comparison to 
some of our mates. So we are lucky and we do really, we are really great when we're on our own. Yeah. <laughs> we love each other's company, just the two of us. We, we like, we love that. And then obviously when you've got kids, I guess we're quite different. Mm. So I'm way more relaxed about them getting muddy and dirty and like, I'm just way more relaxed. Whereas he's a lot more uptight about all those sort of things. So we kind of clash when we're in stressful situations, I would say. So yeah, our relationship has changed, of course. Um, There's the good and the bad. Um, But yeah, we definitely cherish the time that we get together more now and we make the most of it. So... I love seeing you guys going out for your like little date nights and you always put a little post up or, you know, an Instagram story of you guys walking along, holding hands and stuff. And in a way, your relationship away from the kids, it it, it feels quite sort of fresh still and and actually quite youthful. I'd take that Mm. as a compliment. Like obviously you guys met when you were so young and I still feel like you've got a lot of those and you're not, you know, you, how, how old are you, George? 32 and he's what 32 same 32 yeah yeah exactly so still really young like some people haven't even met I mean I hadn't even met Dozzle when I was 32 yeah no yeah no 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 I know yeah Mm. and I get yeah that's the thing we go you know you know what it's like you go through up and down yeah (laughs) (laughs) good and bad so what about you um well to be honest with you we never really had any time just the two of us anyway because as you guys know when I met Doz I already knew that he had Isla, but one of the first things he said to me was, just so you're clear, you know, if this is going to work out, you need to know that you'll always be. I remember him saying this to me. You're always going to be number two in my life behind Isla. I remember him saying that to me vividly. And I was like, fuck is he saying that for? I had no idea (laughs) or sort of understanding of a parent's love for their child because I wasn't a Mm. mother. So I was kind of like, oh God, if you weren't so fit, I'd be definitely like, you know, telling you to sling your hook, but he was very yeah. clear on it. Obviously that changed because I then fell pregnant with Luna and, you know, suddenly we were all the same, but um, we never really had that period where, you know, we were going off on adventures or going away together for like dirty weekends or doing all that stuff that you should do because we always had Isla. And then I fell pregnant kind of within one year of us getting together. I was, I was pregnant. Yeah. So it was, we, we always talk about the time when the kids are a bit older and we can just be like, okay, bye. See you in three months and just yeah, go off and you'll do. you'll get your time. We'll, exactly. we'll, we'll hopefully go and do all that traveling and all that romance sort of romantic stuff that we haven't even had a honeymoon, you know, stuff that we really wanted to do. I think what happened to me was, and I don't think I was vocal enough about it at the time, was having the kids changed me so much. I don't think I was prepared to feel the way I felt after having children. I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. at all. And so I can slip quite um, quickly into these like fairly intense lows. And Doza doesn't really know, he's much better now because he's had seven years of it, doesn't really know how to support me in those moments until yeah. he knows I'll come back up and I'll, and I'll sort of, I'll, I'll mellow out and I'll be in a better space. But through the darkness, it was quite scary for me. And my my instant thing is to share and then hide. So I'll share, but then I'll lock myself away in the bathroom and I don't want anyone to see me like that. Um, so I think, yeah, we, 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 we definitely work on our relationship a lot, on our communication. We have to work on our sex life. You know, we work on things like date nights and having time away and, and trying to get away from the mundane as much as possible. Because I think that's, really important yeah definitely you know like Mm. he said to me the other day oh um you know I mean we I think we have a great sex life I think you know we have a a lot of sex and I think we really enjoy it and everything but he was just like look let's just not get into this phase where you know we're just going through the motions and getting a quickie in or just and he was like we need to focus and 
make time for it and schedule it in. Like the Scandinavians will be like, okay, tonight we do the sex. Oh, they're not, they don't sound like Borat. But um, yeah, and they do that. And they're like, oh, tonight's sex night. And then it's in and you know it is. But uh, for me, uh, there's nothing more unsexy than Oh my God, I'd be dreading sex. it the whole <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh no, what illness can I fake? Oh God, oh God. <laughs> Everything in a marriage is about communication. And the minute you stop talking about stuff, that's when the problems start creeping up. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, keep, keep talking and keep scheduling in all the sex. We'll be right back after this short break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are there any topics your hubs won't let you discuss? <laughs> They don't know. You guys are so open. <laughs> I mean, I think the key word there is let because, yeah. I mean, firstly, I would never ask permission. No, me neither. <laughs> to talk about anything. No. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe I should. Then I wouldn't get in so much trouble. Um, um, no, I kind of forget. I don't know about you, though, but I sort of forget what I'm saying some- sometimes because I forget there's people listening and I just feel like I'm having a chat with mates. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of the same, but I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't share intimate details about our, like the physical side of our life. I'm happy to talk about bits and pieces, but I wouldn't, so I know where the line is there. But in terms of all the other stuff, like I agree with Georgia, like no one lets me or doesn't let me say anything. So I have full control of that. If he sat me down and said, look, I heard you talking about my mother. Can you keep my mother out of it? Then I wouldn't talk about it. But um no, we haven't. We haven't. We haven't. I, I do ask him, and he's like, "No, you, you, you'll feel it. You'll know, and that's it." Yeah, I know. So I'm just thinking about where my line is. I mean, yeah, obviously, I don't really talk about our sex life very much anyway. No. But I mean, yeah, James is quite open as well, though. I yes, think. he is. So, I, and also, I don't think he he wouldn't really, really be too bothered unless it was something really personal that would really upset him. Yes, and, but I wouldn't say it anyway. So there we go. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. iPad games for toddlers. Do you have any recommendations? For games. Actually, well, not games. I loved Reading Eggs when Axel was a bit younger. Yes. I think that's a really, really great program and he really did like it. Um, he's quite into like Hot Wheels game now right. on the iPad and he plays that when he's at my mum and dad's. Um, he like I, I don't know I don't know what it's called but I'm sure if you just type in Hot Wheels on the, on the app store it will come up but I think they're the main ones because I think with Reading Eggs you do pay for it but there's so much on there and it doesn't really feel like learning there's some stuff which is you know just colouring in and things like that mm. but 
I think I do. I really rate reading eggs. I think it's really, really great for just for games. And also, yeah, if, if they want to do learning on there as well, then they can. But yeah, yeah. It's they a great do seem app. to. Yeah, I think a lot of toddlers do seem to like it. Um, we, we've got um, subway surfers going on a lot in our house at the moment. Oh, what's that? It's, a, sur- it's that. a surfing game. Um, and all the kids are absolutely obsessed with it. So I'm not sure how educational it is, but <laughs> I mean, it's not it's educational, fun. it's always fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, this is from Izzy. My child has started hitting to get what she wants and I don't know how to stop it. Help. Oh my gosh, Izzy, I've yeah. got, I'm going to c- confess something because I'm hoping that somebody listening will also go, oh, my child did that the other day. We were in the park, sort of sussing out our new area in Weybridge the other day. And Kit and Luna are doing this like obstacle course thing that I've set up for them. And there was a little boy that was standing in the in the tunnel, which was at the end of the obstacle course. And Luna goes through, gets the little boy and says, excuse me, can you move, please? Really polite, goes through. Anyway, Kit jumps off the end, goes up to the little boy with his arms out straight and just um, just punches him about four or five times in the tummy. Just like pow, 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 you know, like that. And I was like oh my god kit and he was like that little boy didn't move and i was like okay well we don't use our fists we say excuse me please could you move and then the boy would move and he was like yeah but you know me and daddy have been practicing our punches and i was like yeah on each other for a joke not in the park so i was kind of mortified the dad was really okay the mum was really upset and i was like well it's not like he punched him in the face he was just kind of giving him a few jabs on the tummy but it is mortifying because you think yeah oh shit they think that we're teaching them to do that it is absolutely a phase. Kit went through the biting phase where he was biting everybody. And every time I went to pick him up from preschool, they'd be like, we had to give Kit another time out because he bit, you know, Freddie or whoever it was. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, and now it's a punching one. So I just think my advice to you is to get down to his level. Do not shout and just say, we do not use our fists. We are, you know, we, we, we don't use our hands. We, we always be kind. We always use our words if we want something and just kind of go down that route. That's what I've been told to do. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think the key is to remain calm because I think, is it like at that age, kids don't know the difference between good attention and bad attention? Yes. So if immediate, if they start punching or like hitting or whatever, and immediately you're like, oh my God, they don't know if that's good or bad. They, yeah. they just see that as attention. Yep. So it's almost like, I get it when you're out and you want to go and apologize to the parents and you want you almost want to look like you're doing something yeah. don't you you don't want to be the mum that just like ignores it and thinks oh whatever just let them get on with it yeah. but it's almost like yeah it's about remaining calm yeah yeah it's um, a tricky one I hear you I it hear you is. what's your favorite part about being a mum what's yours George <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what is my favourite part about being a mum? Mm. I, I, I don't know. What are you doing though? I don't know. Think about how uh, you've grown as a person. Yeah, no, I've definitely, yeah, but that I feel that's about me. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I've grown as a person and that is, yeah, it's been great and I, I, feel, a lot, <laughs> I, feel, a lot, I feel a lot more content now, I guess. Yeah, I definitely feel more content. And I I don't know, I just love them. I think that, mm. that's obviously my favourite part. Being, it's spend, I mean, not spending lots of time with them because that is not my favourite part of being a mum. But no. spending quality time with yes. the kids, I love. And, you know, when they do something good and you feel really, really proud and I don't know. It's all, I can't put my finger on my favourite part, but... 
I lots guess. of lots of elements. It's just the love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A taxi, what about you? A taxi driver said to me today. Um, <laughs> I we'll say taxi cars. <laughs> <laughs> we always get into deeper meaningfuls with taxi drivers, black cabbies, because yeah. I love them. And he said um, uh, that he was saying to his mate, "The best advice that I can give you is remember how long it took you to fall in love with your wife." And his mate went, "Yeah," and he goes, "Someone's going to pass you seven pounds that's going to shit and cry all day, but you'll instantly fall in love with it." <laughs> laughing and he said it's that unconditional love which happens instantly in most cases um and yeah I think that that is such a fascinating journey to go on yeah for me I've never I've never done so much growth in my whole entire life and I've also never experienced the feelings um that I experience when I look at you know when I'm with the kids and I'm I'm cuddling them and I'm intimate with them and I'm kind of having that like mother children moment um that is really powerful for me like really like deep connection and deep love and I'm also really excited about um shaping them you know like I love the sort of process of helping them and guiding them and hopefully I won't turn them into dicks like that's watching them grow yeah. yeah that's what I mean when you when they do something that you're really proud of no matter you know what it is like just to be really kind do you know what last night actually I could have cried and I don't cry no um, you don't James did you cry though at- no, no, okay. no. I there could have, I okay. could have cried. I didn't cry. <laughs> um, at James and Axel were going to a football game, and Gigi was in the bath, and so me and James were literally just standing outside the bathroom, like talking about whatever. And Axel didn't know we could hear, but he was patting Gigi on the head, and he was going, "It's okay, Gigi. When you're my age, you know, when you're about four, when." You- you can come to a football game too. Don't oh. worry. And he kissed her. And I was like, oh, oh my God, that is so sweet. And we hadn't said anything, you know, like, oh, Gigi, it's okay. You, you yeah. know, we, we hadn't said anything about it. And I was just, oh, yeah. gosh. Well done for When that little moment's yeah. like that, you're like, oh, my goodness, this is just lovely. Yeah, because when you were growing um, up, like nothing, there's amazing no. benefits to being an only child, but you didn't have a little mate. You had to, did you make no. one up? <laughs> This is I think I used to sit in the bath with some saucepans pretending to be Delia Smith when I was <laughs> of course you did. Of course you yeah, did. I mean it's Anything completely different. related. Right, yeah. Did you sleep train your babies or did they just sleep? I guess a bit of both. Um with Axel I didn't even know what sleep training was until I read Gina Ford, like when he was six weeks old or something. I had no idea. I didn't even know about naps and knew, like literally knew nothing. And I did actually follow it. Not to the not to the time you drink water and all that stuff, but the nap stuff I did follow and he did sleep. And I remember thinking in my head, I think her thing was like 12 weeks, that that's when they can go through the night without a feed. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, right, he's got to get to 12 weeks. And I remember he did. And I thought, great, that's it. I've, I've you know ticked it off whereas with Gigi she was a really good sleeper I don't know if you remember I used to I couldn't believe it I I literally couldn't believe it because we couldn't I couldn't sleep train her at the beginning because we I was doing school drop-offs I was dropping out to preschool and she was in the car and all all the nap stuff just didn't work and so that was fine until she hit four months and something changes at four months I think they're they have a sleep regression sleep rhythms yeah and they they don't do that this yeah it's like 90 minute sleep patterns or something and so at that point she started playing up and so we Alison's got right this magic sleep fairy came to the house helped me get her into a routine 
Jane help me like with her mm. milk and her naps and mm. all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I guess we sort of did sleep train her at four months, but I would have done it earlier if she hadn't have been sleeping. Like I slept trained her. I, I did the sleep training when a problem came up. Um, mm. And I, 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 I just think for, for parents sanity and also giving your child sleep is like the best gift you can give them because that's when you know they they get you know they restore their bodies restore and they you know mm. sleep is so good for baby so i i do i i, I do agree with sleep training because i just think all round everyone's happier if you get sleep. <laughs> yeah, and also there's so many tiny elements that can affect their sleep that you might not even be thinking about. You know, first time mm. round, it's, it's a bit of a minefield and you don't really know every child is different, but it might be something to do with their milk or it might be something to do with the room temperature. Or it might be something mm. to do with their... You know, there's loads of elements to it that can affect their sleep. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes you need... Uh, uh, somebody to give you some proper advice on it like who are we we're not experts on sleep I feel no. like over the last five years we have really gone there with our children with the sleep like Georgia's foot Georgia d says she didn't know anything about sleep training Georgia just used to leave at, like she knew he was safe and in his car but she would sleep on a different like, like different floor or like did you have the door shut I'd be like oh is Axel oh yeah. Like, oh yeah I don't really know that's just left what, him there yeah. he, slept he was older yeah <laughs> yeah that's when yeah that's when he was like two we, we'd moved and we moved to a townhouse and we yeah. were literally three floors above him yeah and I'd yeah and I would because by then like I'd read loads and yeah like thought no no this is gonna work so this is happening <laughs> yeah yeah I mean you, you smashed it because you've got two you know, oh, we never liked. I'm not saying that out loud because no, this evening, this, this, the sleep god will come and get me with the kids. Yeah, the, we we um we've obviously worked with Alison Scott right before. She's got a great book, The Sensational Baby Sleep Plan. She's just got released her second book called The Sensational Toddler Sleep Plan. I've also spoken to the Calm and Bright Girls and uh, to Eve and Gemma. They are absolutely amazing. They can come up with a bespoke sleep plan if you are struggling. So I'd definitely get in touch with them. Um, and yeah, there, there are loads of really fantastic experts out there, but they're the two that we've worked with and both have had brilliant um, results how's your new house Zoe <laughs> there's two two of those two of those um oh my gosh it's so beautiful our new house is like stunning gorgeous but uh, it literally looks like it hasn't been touched for 35 years and I really hope that the own the old owners of this house aren't listening because they actually redecorated it two years ago um so when I was like oh and it's great for for like a revamp or a refurb. They were like, oh, don't worry about it. We did it two years ago. And I was like, oh, of course you did. Great. Aww. So in terms of like, yeah, it's 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 absolutely stunning. But we haven't started any of the works on it. We actually had a build around this week to have a little look to see if we could put the extension on the back. Because at the moment, we've got this house as a Victorian like a detached Victorian property. So the rooms, in terms of its functionality, like I love like a big family kitchen, you know, island yeah. part of the house. We don't have that. We've got like a smaller dark kitchen basically. And then the kids are in a completely different room and that's proving to be quite difficult. And I really miss the light. Like the one thing about the um, the rental, which I, I didn't really love, but that beautiful room um, they yeah. put on the extension, the kitchen, it looked out onto the garden. So we're definitely going to do something like that. But we have hemorrhaged everything that we have that we had, that we'd saved on this house. So we just have to spend a bit of time saving up again now. And then we're just going to tackle it room by room. 
Um, but yeah, I yeah. love it. I love it. Aww, it's gorgeous. Amazing. And it's so nice to be near Weybridge because I've got this whole new area to explore. You know, we're a mile away and all these lovely places to go and eat and drink. And we're really loving our new area. And it's that much closer to London, 15 minutes closer than we were before. So yeah, we're Amazing. Oh, Yeah. I think that's all we've got time for, isn't it, today? We could have, we will do another one of these, won't we? Yes. Maybe in a few months time or Definitely. something. And we're going to so. do an Ask Us Anything with, um, with James and Dozer as well because there was a resounding <laughs> yes from everybody like should we get them on yes <laughs> so we'll do that we'll do that are we getting them drunk first is the question <laughs> million percent yes <laughs> yes brilliant okay we'll yeah. do that um as always we would love you to rate review subscribe and follow the podcast and please do keep sending us um your photographs of where you are listening to the podcast we love seeing them yes please do and if you've spotted any experts that you think we should get on for a Q&A episode then please just drop your suggestions um, into our DM on Instagram we're on at Made by Mamas or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman and we'll be back on Tuesday Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful Imogen Hart Insanity Group Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.